and as Christians, we we have got the tools to deal with this stuff. Like we we should be able to hear about the, the potential for addictiveness and FOMO and being manipulated by marketeers and all of that, and go, okay, that's good to know. Welcome back to episode two, season two of Sam and Dan Chat. Chat. Good. We haven't done that yet this season. No, that was beautifully coordinated. That was synced up. How you doing, Hamesy? Yeah, well, good, thank you. Chilly, uh, chilly spring night, but I'm enjoying the sunshine, actually. Sorry, I was just having some peppermint tea. Would, yeah. you, would you say it's spring? Feels Today, this afternoon, has felt a little bit Interesting. I agree with you, yeah. but I don't think it's spring yet. I can taste it. Yeah. Similarly to how I can taste autumn listeners of this podcast will know how much I enjoy autumn anything particular about autumn you uh, you enjoy I like the leaves do you yeah what about spring so <clears throat> spring's talk, different you have talked a lot about your sort of autumnal nostalgia do you Something... know what it was with spring go on it's it's the air what I mean by that is there's a there's a like a haze in the air so days like today when it get when it gets towards the evening the air goes a bit hazy yeah and it's cold but it's not freezing and it's still a bit light and the birds are out a bit longer of the feathered variety (laughs) (laughs) and it's just this like you can almost smell it yeah am I making sense no I'm with you I'm with you there's it's something to do with maybe a scientist listening can uh, enlighten us here. Um, there's something to do with the um, the change in the Earth's position to the sun through the year, isn't it? So, like the angle of the sun, as well as just the fact that you're getting a bit more of it, hmm. changes, sort of suffuses the atmosphere. Trust you to come up with a clever answer. <laughs> well, I'd just suffuses mean I sort of. It's a little bit like infuses, but it's got an S at the beginning. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, also means the Six Nations are on. Yeah. What a we time of recording. We just had a good weekend of it. Some some quite um, quite classic games. Ireland France particularly, I think. Certainly the first half. Yeah. Probably the best best half of rugby I've seen in. A year at least. It was mm. unbelievable. Yeah. So good. Some of the tries that were scored in that. And it was billed all week as like the game number one against number two in the world. Yeah. Unbelievably huge matchup. And it actually lived up to it, which it so rarely does. Normally, it's like a flop. And it's like 9-3 at half time and maybe 17-12 full time. Yeah. But this was actually there was lots going a on. banger of a game. There was a, I don't know if you saw the stats about um, the ball in playtime being like super high. Please tell us. <clears throat> I can't remember. It was oh, right. it was something like forty six minutes it, or something. Yeah, so it was it was um a, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I do know. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna wait for you yeah. to say it and then tease you for I it. I think but... I would say let me let me say it and you tell me if it's right. I think the average is like 36, 37 minutes time. 37, I think, yeah. Ball in play. And this was 46? Yeah. Correct I me. think, yeah. It was it was, it was was uh, just over 10% more, I think, than average, which is a lot. 
over an 80 minute game lots lots going on huge and then England were England but I don't think you could put too much on beating Italy personally I never have thought no. that but nor, some good times nor on not having a particularly good game against them we're what three weeks into uh, a new setup in England plenty to work upon plenty to work upon there's a few I'd actually make three changes go on I don't know if you agree with this you won't agree with one of them oh, one of them is going to be scrum half isn't it no no okay no I think Jack Van Fo- yeah <laughs> go on you t- tell me JVP you I think is great yeah. I would swap Don Brandt for Simmons mm-hmm. I think Don Brandt mm, makes a few silly errors handling wise which maybe, maybe that's unfair it's a shame but it's a shame but I think Simmons has a lot to offer yeah. and he's an extra boy I also would swap um, Ollie Hazel Collins for yeah. Arundel yeah because I think Arundel comes looking for work. He does. Hassel Collins has probably touched it three times in the space yeah. of two games. Yeah, he's not set, set the world alight in the way that we might have liked. And here we go. Controversial. It's Freddie Stewart, and he can't do it because he's captain. But I would Faz, swap. Faz, Faz, okay. I swap Faz. I thought I thought you were going to say I wouldn't like it because uh, of a Tigers thing, but it's not. It's not a Tigers thing. Go and tell us what's the. Um, May I play Marcus Smith? Would you at ten? Interesting. Not I play Marcus Smith at ten with the same centre combination with Ollie Lawrence and Henry Slade. Because he's not had a chance to do that yet. Because he's not he's not had the time. But ultimately forty. <laughs> do you do you really think that though? No, I do think that. I think ultimately I, I forty at ten. Yeah. And unfortunately I don't think you can really drop Farrell no. because he's captain, which so I think he's he's in both is in a bit of a corner. Has he there. put himself in a corner by making him the captain? Um The thing is, he is a good ten. Perhaps. he's a good 10 but I think Smith is he's just has that creativity that maybe Farrell Farrell would be even better if he wasn't captain but I think he's doing yeah, two yeah, things yeah. at once interesting but we're going we're going deep down into that but Courtney Laws is coming back so hmm? of course who goes out for him though I would Ollie Chesson probably who has... I think Chesson's got to stay man he's been so good I think put Laws in the back row Maybe drop I think, Ludlam. I think Steve Borthwick said a few times he sees him as a lock. Uh, I don't know. I know this is because what's that tour deep. of that Australia tour? He was back row, wasn't he? When he was skipper, when was we won six, in Australia, he played six, yeah. and he was um, unbelievable. Mm. I think Chesham's nailed on. I would, I would like to think so. I'm a fan. I think he's future hundred capper, calling it yeah. now. Listen back to this. He looks like a good friend of ours. If you're listening, anyway. We've um, rattled on about that for six minutes or so. Yeah, sorry about that. Have you seen that there's a Netflix doco that they're making? Mm. That's going to be so good. That'll be very interesting. It'll be all over social media. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so bad. That's, I couldn't think. That's, that's I could, good, that's I'm out of practice. Yeah, that's good. I'm out of practice. We haven't prepped this one at all. So sometimes we do a bit of a skeleton, don't we? We caricature it in terms of what we're going to talk about. But this one, we thought, let's just, let's just go for it. Let's just go in. What is social media even? I do think that's a good and important question. Um, Define it from the outset. Cool. Because I always think, you know, people say social media, what do they mean? Um, does WhatsApp count? Because uh, I feel like that's messaging. Yeah, but to me, it's synonymous with texting. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <clears throat> what we're talking about, if you if you define it from the centre outwards, 
Nice. Historically, right, what is social media? It was like MySpace. Bebo. 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 And then, of course, Facebook is the monster, right? Yeah. And then <clears throat> that's really set the tone for like, this is a way to connect with people. It's not just about sending messages or having a phone call or even making, like MySpace was make your own mini website, mm. put, put your photo on it and some music in the background. Facebook became like a like a utility to organise relationships. Like you could do events on it and have groups on it and write on people's walls on their birthday. Mm. So that's the difference. That's a big thing. Yeah. Then there's Twitter. Then there's Wells. Showing Instagram, your age, showing Instagram. your age yeah. TikTok, mate, that's the big one. Snapchat. Because now Snapchat even that has Be gone. real. Be real. I I'm on Does that. YouTube I'm count? On that. Um I don't know. I think I not. think, I think that's different. More but... more. So I think YouTube used to be a place where you just it's for it's a place to put your video if you make videos, that's your video content. Yeah. But now it's got more social media like in yeah. that you can have you you have a, people's channels with and they'll have like shorts, little short videos, little clippies, like Instagram reels. Live. Live. I do think it's more social media than it was. Maybe a lot of things have become social media eyes mm. Because it's a... It's a way to not just have a, a product or a service, but a way to make your product or service uh, like a, a... Yeah, utility or like a pair of gloves with which to do friendships with that's Ooh. do you know what i mean yeah yeah i do i do oh, is that a good definition it sounds like creepy media? but i think it's a bit right. creepy but then i think the whole thing is a bit creepy it is and like and maybe we should say this from the start that's whole thing about if the, if the if something's free for you yeah you're the product that's the saying isn't it yeah like, yeah facebook twitter instagram is free it means you're the product you're the thing that's being sold to advertisers or whatever yeah and you look at the outrage from facebook now with um, their battles with Google and how the yeah. laws are changing around all of that, and so it's suddenly tell me, t t tell me, because well, there are a lot of theirs. You're yeah. the lawman. Well, no, I, I um, a lot of the Facebook business model is based on what you said on on advertising, online advertising, cookies, so tracking you across across websites, and yeah, Google is bringing an end to a lot of that stuff, and so um, there's just a huge clash between what is now Meta, isn't it, and yeah. and Google, who who hosts a lot of that stuff and did provide the uh, framework for Meta to operate their business model, and they're now changing that really drastically. So, um, so it's Google, ongoing. But Google is sort of changing how Google will be the internet um, works effectively. So it's it's um, moving towards blocking what are called third party cookies. So that annoying pop up you get. Yeah, without being too weird and nerdy about it, when you go onto a website, you um... you've already been weird and nerdy about rugby. So oh, fair point. Well just it. And then you uh, there's there's certain cookies that look after the security of the site, or maybe keep a item of clothing in your basket when you leave the site and come back to it. Oh yeah, a cookie does that, but also um, there's like analytical and tracking cookies as well, and they follow you across different websites and across the internet. So. Um, the Daily Mail is a classic example. So I think the Daily Mail share your information with, I think, over 1,500 different uh, companies. Wow. And so that's when, when you go on the Daily Mail, you have the um, the banners on and the it, side. Yeah. And it will be something that you've recently, recently searched for or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
so that's what we're talking about but and facebook business model revolves a lot around that anyway yeah. so that's a, a tangent but um they're along with probably google and amazon that's like the biggest the biggest businesses in the world so it's more than just social media isn't it yeah. they're they're a lot of people would say they are shaping society more broadly. Yeah. Their technology, their the way that they that we interact through their platforms are changing. It's the digital age. They're responsible for yeah. for for the digital age. As opposed to the analog age of just normal. Or the Stone Age. Stone. Oh, like I you see. Like they they're, they're <laughs> using it like that, like a kind of historical I think so. I think if you look back, era. this will the, the era we're in now. The, I don't know what the historian would help me out, but we're in the digital age. Yeah, and that, that's everything from smartphones. But you know, that's really Meta are behind that. Yeah, Google are behind that. And there, even in my work, we've just been talking recently about the way that drives technology. Like we're delivering education into multiple locations around the world, and we've used. Like we were using Zoom before it was cool and therefore before everyone hated it. Yeah. And uh, we're now, yeah, we're constantly having to sort of stay a bit, a step ahead of what's out there. And we're now talking like, what does a metaverse mean? I didn't even know what that meant a few weeks ago. Mm. I heard people say it. I uh-huh. thought it had something to do with Meta, the company, but they, their name is based on this idea of the metaverse, which is, I don't know, kind of hold it like a, a, a whole new like approach to the internet and connectedness and do, do you know anything about that i i literally i'm brand new to this i'm, I'm brand new mate i don't know do they call it web web three yeah so like i don't know what web one was presumably the start the start of like, things. do you know what? i think web one someone might correct me on that i think web one was when you have the internet but it was first invented and it was a bunch of computers networked Oh, okay. And Web 2 was what we have now, which is like... Cloud. Yeah, like this whole... It's multimedia, it's everything. And now Web 3 is kind of virtual reality. Mm. You have the internet of things where, you know, your washing machine could be on online so that you can yeah. switch on from work on your phone. IoT, connected devices, smart smart devices. So this is this is all uh, the context within which social media sits. Yeah, and social media is a sort of a sort of a utility tool, and maybe all of these tech developments are partly responding to it, but partly driving it. It's it's complicated. See, what's interesting for me though is that social media, as we've defined it, has something that IoT device, Internet of Things devices smartwatches whatever it it is doesn't have and that is the psychological human element yeah that in some senses is quite terrifying but but it has this um psychological hook maybe that's because of of what we're doing on it is that because there's a person at the other end yeah if that makes sense, <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's a big that's a big factor. But then, I think it's got a lot to do with how they're designed, yeah, and built. And so you probably wouldn't be staying up too late at night looking at your washing machine app. I don't think it would. Um, 
make you feel in the same way. It's yeah. not. It doesn't got the same visceral kind of. There's not the compulsion mm. to go like, well, what if I've missed a post or. So that's where I think yeah. social media is unique. It's like an extension of our thoughts in a way. Yeah. Yeah, because it becomes, I don't know if it was a good analogy I used earlier, like a pair of gloves that you you put on to do stuff that you would normally have done in other ways in previous life. So it becomes a way I keep in touch with my friends, arrange social happenings, um, let people know news in my life. Um, do you introduce introduce yourself to people, meet new people sometimes, even like de- dating apps, which some, like, yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if you call that social media or not, but obviously quite a lot of people I know have met people on um, dating app. That, that obviously at some point it sort of transitions to being meeting a person, but it begins in a kind of media, me, can you say that? A media mediated way? Nice. That's a sentence. So all these things you just listed, do you think you use it for those purposes? Oh, increasingly not, but... See, been, this is what I think, increasingly been. not. Because I, I was thinking about it, and like back in the day when Facebook first started, everyone did Facebook events. And if you're having a party, you put it on Facebook, you made an event with Facebook, and it was really helpful for that reason. Yeah. Or you sent a message to someone you hadn't seen in ages, or people would put engagement announcements, or whatever it is. But I feel like that is the 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 utility the utilities becoming less and less, and I I feel like it's becoming more of a broadcast platform. So Facebook specifically, sorry, social media, full stop. Interesting, yeah. Which say something like Twitter. I know I don't think you're on Twitter. I am. That is much more of a broadcast, and always has been from the start. Yeah, and yeah. it's associated a little bit with people going on there to have an argument about something. Yeah. But it's because people aren't, they're not, it's not primarily a place where you add your friends and you do on Facebook, you still like list your favorite music and films and stuff. Twitter's yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah. It's like you yeah. just go on there and make a short message and say, This is what I think. I don't like this. And then everyone comes back and you all fight about it. So I guess what I'm saying is Instagram, I think you do the same, but you do it through the form of pictures. Yeah. Um, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Instagram Snapchat. used to be. Um, like a bit arty it's like a photography yeah, and that's some... now become you just put anything on there and most people probably these days do more of like stories than posts I've noticed mm-hmm. um, certainly the people I'm friends with much more like odds and ends stories and posts maybe every now and again big holiday or something yeah yeah TikTok do you have that? no I don't have that that's like the that's the next generation to us and it, I I don't really understand it, which is, I feel, a, a strange sentence to say. But I think really short videos. Yeah. But it's also owned and run by the Chinese government, isn't it? So that's slightly scary in terms of what they're doing. That's like the World West TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. But I just think there's this this increasing theme with it that um, people are using it less and less for organizing for staying in touch for all those things you mentioned and and more for um broadcasting what they're doing and i uh, we have this um interaction in person in in real life with with a, a smaller 
tree of networks where yeah. you might see people in person and you might meet up and then to me there's like this layer above like which kind of floats above which is wider yeah so are people using it to just sort of communicate with acquaintances more or, or not even really communicate which is strange just broadcast and that can be good and bad I think yeah I think we can use it really well and, and it has some bad things but that's just my my take on where where we've come to with it. I, yeah. I think my my take. Sorry, that's my usage. Perhaps yeah, even yeah, okay. Yeah, is it a reflection yeah. of that? What's interesting for me is a lot of people talk about this, and so we we could talk for an hour and we could tread over a lot of ground that people have spoken about already. So there was some Netflix documentary about yeah, um, social dilemma. Th- that's it. The social dilemma. I've not watched it, but that's made a lot of people come off social media. Yeah, a lot of people I know have had phases of I'll be on something but then I'll delete it for a bit because hiatus yeah social media hiatus or people kind of discussing FOMO Mm -hmm. um, and then the whole thing of fakeness on it so Mm -hmm. Instagram maybe has been a a prime case of this where it's a it's a very curated version of yourself. So someone's invented Be Real, which I'm actually on. Are you? And you, you I'm get, not. You get a uh, it's sort of, it's sort of interesting, but also not. <clears throat> you get a time you just get a time notification at some point during the day, and you're just supposed to take a photo of whatever you're doing. Right. And it takes a front camera and a back, back camera, yeah, whatever it's called. And um, the idea is that you be real and you just whatever you're doing, you take a photo, but Presumably, you can curate that as well, though. You, totally, because you, you, you can do it whenever you want, so you can post it late. So, right. The amount of times I've had a notification and I've thought, well, I can't take a photo now. I'm on a phone call at work. Naked. Or, or I'm naked, yeah. Or you, you could take, yeah. You could. Some people, Depends who's some, people some people that I follow have come a bit close to that, actually. Um, so, and two, that'd, be, that'd be a different app called Too Real. But oh, um, nice and real. So even even when you have an app that's designed to try <laughs> try and be um, more um, authentic, yeah, uh, it yeah. isn't necessarily it's not. Hot. So we and we could tread all that over all, all that ground. I'm not. I don't know how helpful it is because I think people talk about that quite a lot. Yeah. So what are you suggesting? Amy? I'm suggesting. I'm interested to know. Um, can can we can we choose how we use it? So here's I've got actually two questions. I've got two questions. While you reach for another piece of fudge. Thanks, Sarah. Shout out. Um two questions. One is can we control how we use it? So my in my former life I studied um I studied social science mm. before theology. And one of the things we looked at was theories of um like consumption of media. So all the way through from particularly around the 1960s onwards, there was a lot of people theorising that um, the media, the media, like as a thing, like the press, TV, Murdoch. Yeah, anything like that is, it's got an agenda. It's a way of manipulating the population. You get people to do what you want. And it can be a tool of the state or of anyone or big business. So, you know, you're being manipulated by... Google or Meta or whoever, and so there's a kind of in that camp that kind of the kind of mass media um, crowd, 
mass media theorists is like real um, negativity about the potential of that control. But then there's a whole bunch of other people who tend to be a little bit more conservative. They called themselves the uses and gratifications theory of media use, which was basically you don't have to be controlled by it. Like maybe you do read a Murdoch newspaper and have uh, whatever, you know, I'm trying to think of another example of, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe you're on the daily mail and you're getting served up all the adverts that of the things that you've already looked at and they're, they're trying to sell to you. Or maybe you're in your Twitter echo chamber. Mm. The uses and gratification camps is like, well, it's up to you, isn't it? You're not, you're not a robot. You, yeah. you dip in and you choose to use this as you want and it's up to you so if you want to use it if it if it if it's gratifying to you you know if it if it helps you yeah use it a bit if it if it doesn't drop it you you're you, you're not like a a guinea pig and i just i just find that interesting because i think a lot of the talk about social media assumes the kind of old mass media theory that like <gasps> if you're on it you're being controlled and there is an aspect of that it appeals to our addictive nature, doesn't it? It's been carefully designed to do that. And yet, I also think, is it not totally within all of our uh, grasp and ability to say, well, I'm going to set the parameters about how I use this? Yeah. What do you reckon? I don't know. That that was a, an essay of a question. No, I, think you're, I think that's a good point. I think I was talking to my wife about it and we said we said similar. We said it. There's there's a lot more negativity than there is positivity or or even neutrality about social media i think most of the chat you hear most of the headlines is negative yeah and i think but i think fundamentally it does come back to that the user and and how you how you're set and how you're how you're viewing things whether you're getting affirmation from what people are saying yeah. or putting up of you or what they're saying about you from it. Mm. If that's, you know, if, if that's your primary source for those things, then perhaps you could go, perhaps you're closer to your, your um, first point there. Yeah. If it's something that you, you get enjoyment from, but you use within reason, you can live without. If you don't go on it for a few days, you don't necessarily miss it. You don't feel the need to receive comments and um, that affirmation, then, then perhaps you're closer to the argument the second the, the the latter but so yeah so I, I think you're right I think it comes down to the user and how you how you're inclined and and ultimately the control you have over over it and over your yourself and it comes yeah. down to, to self control in that sense as well do you think could you could you say do you feel you've had overall positive or negative experience I th- of using social media it's such a broad question but. well so no but I think it feeds it feeds this point because my experience has changed I, I believe okay and I think it's related to what we're talking about so what I mean is 
the surer I've become in myself, the more the 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 way. So so sorry. The 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 more I've changed as a person, and perhaps the more self secure I've come, the more my relationship with with social media and all that's tied up with it has changed. Interesting. So I yeah. I do think to your point, there's a correlation, at least in my case. So point, point. Some, some of it was an unhealthiness then about that kind of well for so for details relationships you could you could probably even look at my my old posts and you'd be able I think you'd be able to t- I think be able to see for me the difference in what I'm posting and you could probably make some good assumptions about about where I'm at in terms of um you know not self confidence but um but security and who I am and um, knowing myself a bit more, and I, I think you could plot that out just yeah, looking at not not in not recently, but perhaps um, you know a few years ago, and I I, th- I think you could probably see that if you looked at it, which is which is quite funny. So I, I think that speaks to that point yeah. in that it's it's about where you are personally, and that that's a huge determinant on how you use it, but also how it affects you yeah yeah that's interesting i'd say for me that if there's been a negative so i'd say there's a couple of i'd say yeah going back a few years there'll be negative things like um say um this might even have happened i'll use this it's probably an example that we were probably friends on snapchat years ago yeah and it would have been a nice thing to like do a do a message on it every day yeah and then at one point you would have deleted it not doing that anymore and I would have been like oh it's like <laughs> yeah am I, but I'm not losing Sam I'm just losing connecting on Snapchat so I think for me that was a weird one that I sort of travelled through like this isn't reflective of any uh, friendship yeah do you know what I mean it's, yeah, it's a yeah, different yeah. thing the other one for me that has that probably has been negative again a few years back is just the mindless scrolling aspect of it ah uh, okay where um, you can just be like this is quite interesting isn't it like to just see what's going on and they make it they, they all of those apps make it as sort of pleasing as possible to go like oh I just that is worth just having a quick look at that video of you know what what does happen if you eat five raw eggs yeah or, do you know what I mean so I think for, for me, there was just what I just had to go. Like, well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna charge my phone downstairs. Yeah. Because otherwise, I can either get into a late night, she's just pointless, waste of time, nonsense, or or just be straight on it, um, in the morning. Yeah. And that's not just social media. Actually, that's just messages and email and everything. When what I actually want to do first thing in the morning is pray and read scripture. So there's a whole like just managing managing your own um, relationship with it that's part of it which for me I think at one point was a bit negative I don't think it's ever been hugely an addiction but at Mm -hmm. one point I would say it wasn't the best and I just said fine put that phone downstairs to charge yeah yeah is it over two and a half hours average that across the UK that people spend on social media a day interesting two and a half hours average and what about both you and I, I think, have it as part of our job? 
Yeah, that's which this is interesting. Is, so this is an interesting thing because people talk about addiction and um, oh, you know, it's the dopamine hit and it's the similarities with cocaine and all the rest of it and you know, whatever. But cheaper. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I mean, I I don't. But um, that's not <laughs> like it was a joke. But I, I honestly don't. Well, no. I do. Obviously, it's cheaper. It's free. Yeah, but he's part of it. And I'm actually just scrolling through my old Instagram now. <laughs> and I mean, flip, the filters I used to put on things, 2014 we're talking, and I'm in all of them. Shirt off, who do I think I am? The biceps out. <laughs> Embarrassing, <laughs> man. Well, you, to, to be and fair, you, there comes you, a point. you had them there to, uh, to show. There comes a point when you're in less. But anyway, so I was going to say... Um, I was going to say, I think, so we talk about the addiction of it a lot and oh, you see all the time we spend on it, but it, we also have to accept like this point about the digital age that we were talking about earlier. It is part of the society that we now live in. Yeah. And um, it is part of the material world that we're in. Yeah. So to completely say uh, using it a lot is addiction and is, is bad is maybe a, a slightly broad statement. In that I think, yeah, perhaps compared to twenty years ago, but it wasn't around twenty it's, years ago, and and we yeah. we, com- we communicate in different ways, and we live in different ways now, yeah. and it's it's it can be so useful and and helpful, yeah. and and in terms of information and and keeping up with people, so there's this element sometimes I think we overplay the time and the negativity and and the yeah. place it has in in our lives. Like it shouldn't have any place, but I think actually it's it's part of yeah. the age that we live in. I think more and more people talk about it like it's an activity and it's a bad activity. Yeah, and maybe if you let yourself play with it a little bit, it, you know, well, if you want to, like maybe it's an activity. I think the fact is it's a set of tools, isn't it? Yeah, and you you can choose to use them in a way that's really great. You can. Yeah. Um, yeah, and to me, it's like um, well, it's similar to the to the phone. So of course, the smartphones facilitated it, but yeah. there have been people who who you know kept hold of the brick and and resisted yeah. the smartphone as long as possible, and and that's fine. But at some point, you there's a there's a tipping, and you realise okay, that's the way we've gone. Maybe you could say the same with with cars or you know motor yeah. vehicles. Yeah. I, I don't know, but you know at some point it says well this is this is the place that society's moved to and it has become intrinsically part of our lives now but it doesn't it doesn't mean that you just you know it's willy-nilly and you don't you don't need it in balance i think like anything it's it needs to be put into perspective and particularly as christians perhaps you have to have a different perspective as to the world and in where that sits and and where that sits in priorities and and how that comes into your life and how often each day but i just think we accept and some people don't want to be like that's fine but we accept that it's here and it's here to stay and it's part of what we're doing yeah unlike anything it can be good and it can be bad i I read an interesting um (laughs) thread of tweets believe it or not topical about a guy who um ditched his smartphone for a while he like he said he said basically he had he had an unhelpfully idealized idea of what would happen if he ditched his smartphone which he was a bit addicted to yeah got like a brick 
and he said for the first couple of weeks he had the kind of buzz that everyone who does that talks about like I feel so free and I just you know noticed the bird song again and yeah. I just feel like my life is better then he was like quite quickly though it was like that was just it's a bit like when people go vegan and they're like I feel the healthiest I've ever felt and it's like they're not but I can't do pull-ups yeah, exactly so he said he said after a few days um, he was out and his daughter did something really cute and he wanted to take a photo and he was like uh, right, so I'm gonna have to carry an SLR camera around my neck the whole time. <laughs> and then you know his boss phoned and said, "Could you just check something on an email out and about?" Ah, oh, no, I can't check my email. Got to go back home. So better bring my laptop with me wherever I go, and and so on and so on and so on. So he said, like, li- our life now includes smartphones, like, <laughs> and to a gradual lesser degree, they're they're around. That's how stuff, our work, um, commerce, leisure time so many things just rely on them use them and we have to figure out a way of dealing with that and assuming that they're all a bad thing and that if we just ditch them life is going to be perfect that's really silly yeah yeah and that comes back to the point of of the user and and how how we're set up to use that yes and that's social media that's smartphones that's you know a, a, a vehicle a car when it first comes into yeah production whatever it is yeah and yes there's a slight nuance in that these things particularly you hear a lot about instagram algorithms and how smartphones are built to to be particularly addictive and there probably is something to that isn't that to, yeah, to that nuance yeah. and I, I do think there's been the documentaries and the studies and all the rest of it that that prove that is the case but even with that I think you can't we almost put it on a category by itself don't we like like any other um, commodity is in, in is in a, a different category and this is just a, a completely separate part of our lives that we have to deal with independently and manage separately to everything else yeah but ultimately I I would I go as far as to say actually it's maybe it's in the same category as how we interact with work yeah or how we interact with certain relationships yeah or holidays or and, and maybe that's an overgeneralization but I just feel like we don't shy away from sort of prioritizing those things and um, ordering them in in the right way yeah. or how we see fit so why is this yeah anything different why would we approach that in isolation why why does that not do you know what i mean yeah totally and as christians we we have got the tools to deal with this stuff like we we should be able to hear about the the potential for addictiveness and fomo and being manipulated by marketeers and all of that and go okay that's good to know but we also i'm just thinking about when jesus talks about it's not um what goes into you that defiles you but um, what comes out of you so he says like it's from within a person's heart that come evil thoughts murder adultery Mm. and all that stuff he says that's what defiles you um so he says you know if you're eating the pharisees were complaining about his disciples eating without ceremony or washing and he's like that doesn't make you unclean like what comes out of you makes a difference and we we so as christians we know that that we we know like being on facebook or having be real or 
being on Snapchat or whatever, that does not defile you. If you're having problems with it, particularly if it's sinful stuff, if it's, you know, looking at um, sexual content that's bad or you're overspending because you're browsing too much or you're stalking someone or whatever, it's not, it's not, it's not the algorithm's fault or the app's fault. Last, it's revealed something about you. Yeah, and that's why I, I, on a kind of pastoral point, I often struggle when people say I've been struggling with such and such. Um, so I'm going to just delete the app. You know, I'm just going to come off Instagram. I'll just delete it. And I'm not saying that's wrong. I mean, it might be good. Is that not just tearing your eye out though? Uh, yeah. So I think that can help. It ca- it can be a useful thing, right? Just to say, right, I'm just going to put a stop to it. But the question is, has it dealt with the, the stuff that's inside? No. Sure. You, you, there's a there's a danger that you've not you've not gone deep enough, um, and ch- in because the problem is the is the heart inside. You, you can't um, you can't truly change yourself by just dealing with the externals of behaviour. So I, I think Christian Christian theology of like how people change or like how sanctification happens is inside out. Yeah, we have to have our hearts changed, and that changes our behaviour. Yeah. If you tinker with your behaviour on the outside, you can you could stop looking at pornography or stop buying stuff, but it has not stopped you being a lustful person or a greedy person. <sighs> so you, we need to be changed on the inside out. So I think it's such a key, such a key point for Christians to get, and that means we probably should take less seriously the great threat of social media. Take more seriously, I'm a sinner and I need the Holy Spirit to change me. Yeah, mate, I think you've nailed it there. I think I think that's it. I do. And perhaps um, a, a minor point is that the so the addictiveness that you hear about and the the struggles and the negativity of social media is such that as fallen human beings we are more vulnerable perhaps to to this and to yeah. those pitfalls than ever before or in any other walk yeah. because because of the way they're designed and, and the yeah. things we hear about in, yeah. in that side of things so so that idea of um changing from the outside in is far less achievable just because of the way it's even, built yeah. so maybe even you know 20 years you could do that 20 years ago you could do that you could you could hide it because it was easier to manage yeah but now that's that's almost impossible yeah not well, only that, is it the wrong approach but yeah. it's almost impossible to do every app on your phone won't let you do it exactly yeah. so yeah. so your your self-will gets you nowhere where yeah. maybe it did maybe it did get you somewhere for a couple of years yeah before yeah. it doesn't now yeah so that only speaks to your point of it being the other way around yeah question is you know could you could you have exercised social media from your life and be less addicted and less envious lustful greedy full of FOMO and insecurity maybe would you now love the Lord your God with all your heart soul mind strength no, probably not. She's going to go elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, it's well, we'll just go somewhere else, won't it? Yeah, we have to like. Uh, it's it's a, it's a slightly more radical approach to how what what sin is and how how we change. 
And I just, I do think that really should inform how we deal with social media. It should make us feel quite different about it to the rest of the world, I think. Because yeah. most of the world is freaking out and making Netflix documentaries and just going, run, run, run. And maybe we should be going, uh, if we're freaking out about anything, it's just, I'm terrible. I'm, I'm terrible. I'm, I'm really, I'm in great need of the, of the mercy and grace of God. And uh, sort of social media is near the end of there. <laughs> Mate, I'm conscious of time, but it's, yeah. you can keep unpacking it layer on layer. Because <laughs> to go another step further, another little detail, the you say, oh, I'm, I'm terrible. I'm a sinner. But so often the um, the sins that it brings out, the faults that it brings out, are quite quite personal, quite oh, yeah. um, quite sort of security, self worth related. Yeah. Sometimes, and and I suppose you you would class that as sin. Ultimately, some people would. Mm-hmm. Some people might say mm, that's just a misunderstanding of who you are in God's eyes. But it's at least a result of our fallenness. Even if exactly, it's not, even if it's not sin per se. Fall, yeah. So then you you keep you, you can strip it back even further to that, can't you? And say, well, yeah. but I don't think it causes me to sin, but I think it it causes me to forget who I am. Yeah, yeah. And because it, by nature these these are the things that you do when you're you're I don't know on on your own for a bus journey or sitting on the loo or or just at home on a Friday night. night. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's it's just. And it, because it's so, it, because it is so second nature for us to pick up our phone in a moment of nothing, and just go, "How oh, what's going on?" Hmm. Like it, it, it can shape our inner inner thoughts, and or shape the structure that frames our inner thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not, yeah, it's not just a case of me knowing I'm a terrible person and I'm capable of all kinds of sinful stuff. That is true, um, but it also means I'm. It's also that I'm a precious person who God loves, who Jesus died for, and there's there's more there's more to me than just being um, sort of hurried around by the different um, messages that I might happen to receive or mm. marketing slogans that pass pass me or whatever it is. Maybe Silicon Valley's done us a favour. Maybe it's um the most the most obvious biggest mirror that you could hold up yeah. in, in some in some cases it's yeah. like it's such a self-examination yeah and you so often um find yourself thinking this or that wow yeah. maybe maybe that maybe that's helpful and all the stuff that it raises about self-image and yeah quality of relationships and um aspirations for life you know like what what's your house going to look like all those things they all they all relate to such key like gospel themes and realities um but it means people are talking about stuff like identity and self-worth and hypocrisy so presenting one thing on the outside being something on the inside people are talking about that because of social media in a way that maybe they wouldn't, that those things might not have been subject of discussion before. That could be quite a good thing. That could be. Yeah. To talk about. That. Yeah, it could be. But could you flip it? Could about. you flip it and say, would we, would we 
talk about that less that's not a good thing necessarily because it's still there but does it amplify it where perhaps before it wasn't necessarily an issue that that we struggled with or at least we knew we we didn't realize we struggled with yeah i suspect it diagnoses because again if jesus is if i'm taking jesus's words right whatever whatever is going on is coming from the inside yeah so it's a bit like the in in scripture the law like it kind of by calling out yeah, it yeah, yeah. kind of makes it worse but it is only ever really saying this is what you are like yeah so like if you're going wow instagram has made me really jealous of people it's not like, instagram's fault it, instagram might have um really shone a light on that it might have actually um prodded it and made it grow and get angrier but it was only something that was there in the first place so it. yeah yeah mm. that's the next documentary they need to make the the social law the social law no the, the, <laughs> I don't know the creative name um, I almost feel like we probably should wrap it up because we're nearly at uh, 50 minutes there yikes it feels like we could talk about that a lot though doesn't it yeah there's all sorts of little avenues there but we'll wrap it up don't forget to like <laughs> share comment <laughs> yeah.